0: 335, Jeff Gantz, News Radio, WRVA. The uh, questions about State Senator Ghazala Hashmi continue. And uh, despite some people trying to spin it, the question that the candidates have to sign is really very, very clear. Where do you live? Not really subject to a lot of interpretation. Where do you live? Is your residence inside your state senate district? That's the rule here in the Commonwealth. Unlike Congress, where you can pretty much live anywhere you want, you've got to live in your state senate district. And even Ghazala Hashmi is not saying, oh, uh, I, I, I." she's accusing, quote, MAGA extremists of being upset that she won the election. Well, there's no doubt that anybody who's conservative is, is not happy with the results. But that's not the issue. Don't get distracted by that. Tomorrow afternoon, Mike Dickinson will be here, who has become our exclusive on-the-street reporter. He's doing investigative journalism, quite frankly, like nobody else uh, does these days. So Mike will be with us tomorrow. Somebody else who did investigative journalism like uh, just uh, nobody's business, my friend Pete Callender in Charlotte, North Carolina. Pete was truly one of the best, best reporters I ever encountered, brilliant guy, uh, transitioned into talk show host, and he is just doing a a wonderful, wonderful job at my old radio station. I'm so happy and so proud uh, of what he's doing, and uh, we still love Charlotte, but there was some apparently pro-Hamas protesters at the uh, radio and TV station there, and I wanted to bring Pete on to uh, find out a little bit about it. Brother Callender, good afternoon, sir. How are you? I, I'm doing well. You sound uh, fit as a fiddle, as they might say. Well, you know, I, I try with an intro like that. I got
2: a—I don't know—I got a lot to live up to now.
0: Well, that's true. Step up your game, Calendar. Step up and <laughs> tighten up, dude. Uh, I uh, well, I, I'm just being honest with my listeners. I've always been uh, uh, an admirer of your work as a journalist, and I appreciate what you're doing as a uh, talk show host. And I need you to fill us in. What exactly is going on in Charlotte with some of these 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 protests right now?
2: I think the uh the technical term for it is dumbassery. I think that's yeah, I'm pretty you sure. You did that's learn tech-
0: something from me, Pete. Oh, I am so <laughs> proud. Yes. Yes.
2: Absolutely. No, it's good. It's really good to talk with you. It's been too long. Um and uh, I mean, I've mean i been watching you uh, on the Facebook uh, and uh, your success up in Richmond. It's fantastic. And uh, I wish you all the best and continued success because I did learn a lot from you uh, and other hosts while I was, uh, you know, hitting the bricks as a young cub reporter uh, at WBT and then uh, ended up uh, going to the mountains for a while in Asheville and now uh, back to Charlotte again. Uh, just, you know, took a couple of ownership changes uh, okay. before I got to come back from timeout. That's okay. <laughs> but, yeah, you know. <laughs> Uh, no, so doing, yeah, so
0: doing great. So it's honest to goodness. What the heck is going on? Dumbassery is a technical term. So you're going to have to explain further for, uh, for folks, what the hell is going on there, man?
2: Well, you know, actually, right. You remember Jabril Huff? Oh. the, oh,
0: yeah, yes. Yeah. Ah.
2: So he was the local Islamic center spokesman and, uh, he's a local activist for all things, uh, left wing and, uh, Islamic. And um, he apparently sent out a press release um, that said that he was organizing a protest against the radio station uh, because of our Israeli propaganda um, and how we've equated all Palestinians to terrorists. And uh, uh, so they were going to come and present their narrative, and uh, they were going to speak their truth, right? Uh, which is uh, pretty remarkable because WBT is 15 hours a day of local hosts that – Open up the phone lines, and yep. Jabril Huff of all people knows this, right? He <laughs> has been—he used to be on your show, right? He'd be on the newscast and stuff. He—he he was all over the place, so he knows how to get on the air if he wants to tell his truth or yeah. he wants to, you know, make a, a a positive case for Hamas. Which, of course, he says he doesn't do. But then, in the next breath, he turns around and says uh, that you know, well, Hamas, you know, I don't know, you know, you're being uh, oppressed for so long, and you know, all these types of things might be justified. Uh-huh. And so, of course, there are uh, people on the bullhorn down in front of the station the other night on Friday night. And they're, uh, you know, they're screaming about, you know, from the river to the sea, which is totally not genocidal at all. No, um,
0: no, no, of course not Not at all.
2: Right. And, uh, some of them didn't even know what WBT was. They, they never listened to the station. Uh, they were, you know, they just were there because it was a quote pro Palestinian rally. And one of the speakers actually gave an interview to one of our reporters um, who was down there? And the guy said that, you know, if you just do your research, you know, if you just research more and, and do actual research, then you'll learn about how, you know, bad Israel is and, and oppressed the Palestinians are. But then he did not know. He had not heard the, the death toll number from October 7th. Wow. And he said that only soldiers were killed on October 7th. Oh. Right. Oh, so, but but you need to do the research so you know what the actual issues are about. But he doesn't know anything. He said, um, that killing babies is a crime, and when asked, "Well, does that include the October seventh babies?" and he said, "No, there were none. There were th- those were just soldiers." Oh my God! This is the that's why I use the technical term dumbassery because uh, there isn't any other word to describe it. Now, maybe you could chalk it up to uh, uh, to the the Facebook or Google algorithms that just keep pumping people filled with the stories that they want to hear, and they already sure. are are clicking on. Yeah. But I think at this point, you know, the the videos are out there, and right. uh, it it really must be remarkable if you are in that that echo chamber in that bubble where you're pro Palestinian and you're simply calling for a ceasefire so Hamas can reload. Um, you know, if you're simply calling for these things, I guess the algorithms aren't giving you the Hamas videos, which is weird to me because it would seem like if you're on board with the Hamas. Uh, 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 tactics. Then it seems like you would get those videos. Like That's it would, right. they would be pushing them to you. Like, oh, yeah. you you obviously are part of the nihilistic death cult. So here's some death cult videos for you. Right. It just seems like that way
0: to me. You would think so. You would think, wow, I, these GoPro videos are exactly what you want to see. You, you you'd like to you know relive time and time again uh, all of the heroic actions uh, that your folks have done. Let me tell you something, Pete. On September the 11th, 2001, uh, I had the uh, the PLO ambassador to the United Nations on the air and I was literally watching on television throughout the morning the celebrations uh, on the West Bank and Gaza and he sat there and told me, "Nope, that's not happening." And I said, "But I'm 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 literally watching it as we speak. You don't understand what you're watching." And I thought, well, now, Mr. Ambassador, with all due respect, it's not that difficult. In fact, it's so simple, even I can understand what's going on when you're throwing candy in the air. And so- no. Nope.
1: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today.
0: Nope, it's not happening. So, so this idea of complete and total uh, ignorance uh, of what's happened is is not unusual. And and let's not let's not kid ourselves. It, it's part of the tactic of advancing right. this 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 absolutely appalling, deadly uh, thought process. that says, oh yeah, this is this is just okay. This is it's
2: right. The, the it's, part of the look, I. I I completely acknowledge and agree that there is propaganda being churned out by by all sides. However, many sides there are in the geopolitical environment uh, weighing in on this. Absolutely. That being said, you cannot deny, and anybody who has paid attention to the issue for—and I started paying attention after nine eleven. Myself was when I and I did the I did a seven or a five part series rather on Islam in Charlotte. Did all these interviews, actually won awards for it as a reporter, and that's when I. Uh, started exploring the Israeli-Palestinian issue. And I learned very early on that the component of uh, PR, and not just propaganda, but mm-hmm. PR, right? Mm-hmm. And, and this intersectional argument now has really taken hold in the West. And so uh, the Palestinian uh, argument has been bolstered by it because uh, it views everything through this Marxist view of oppressor and oppressed. That's and right. because of that, they fit quite nicely in the oppressed category as long as you ignore, like, half of the story and all of the videos, right? As long as you ignore all that stuff, then we fit very nicely. And as long as we have an entire Western culture that... Is you know uh, riddled with self hatred and loathing of its history, uh, right. then it, it becomes fertile ground. And it's a it's a fashion statement now. There are so many people that that uh, support the Palestinian movement or the Hamas or PLO. They support these entities I- I indirectly, but they do so out of fashion. They do so because that's the oppressed uh, uh, party, as identified by intersectional Marxism and. Uh, this has always been the play, which is why they do the human shield. It's why they do, uh, uh, you know, the, the setting up of the uh, the command and control centers and stuff inside of the hospitals. That's they right. do it in order to uh, win the PR battle. Look at you, you, you bad Jewish people. You killed our children. Like, But you strapped the kids to your chest and invaded my house, and what? you're shooting at my children. And so what, I'm just supposed to not shoot back? That Your child's death is on you. Because you put your child in that position.
0: That's exact. Oh, my God. Spot on, Pete. Uh, the, the analysis is is so just laser beam focused there. You're absolutely correct. And uh, this idea of the PR campaign, and it's a great PR campaign. If you just want to step back and say, OK, yeah. uh, how do you conduct it? an effective uh, propaganda operation? How do you how do you uh, perpetrate a PR campaign that will fool a lot of people and then Look, we are, as you know, we're burdened with so many happily useful idiots on our side. And virtue mm-hmm. signaling by wearing the uh, the PLO keffiyeh has become, as you said about other things, it's a fashion statement, and that's mm-hmm. all that it is. There's nothing more discussed. There's nothing analyzed. Like, hey, I'm going to put this on. I'm supporting freedom for Palestine. Okay, well, uh, you could wear a different coat if you'd like, a uh, coat of many colors perhaps. But the reality is there's some... Real layers here, and you doing that does nothing except support people who have perpetrated unspeakable evil. And uh, I'm just, I'm proud of you, Pete, for uh, for doing what you're doing there. So, is there any 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 sense that this is going to happen again, or is this a one-off?
2: I yeah, I I don't know. It look, you and I both know that what makes talk radio powerful is that people can come on, can come on and have conversations and disagreements arguments and debates right yes. and that's why I suspect they don't call in that's why what they did was simply a, an intimidation mob right yes. that's what they attempted to do in order to get us all of us hosts to not talk about it or to only talk about it the way they want it talked about mm-hmm. uh, and you know look i've had've had I've been doing uh, the hosting now for like a decade I've had a lot of death threats uh, from way more credible parties than, than this. So, no, I'm not going to stop talking about it. And, like, I said this from the very beginning after uh, October 7th, I have moral clarity on this issue. There really isn't any argument for me. It doesn't matter the 50, 70-year, whatever, prior history. It doesn't matter at this point. You know, you guys, uh, if, if I uh, say so you, like, the Hamas people, mm-hmm. if you're going to do what you did, then you have asked for the war. And now you've got it. And you were there were there were diplomatic efforts made before those were not undertaken, and so you chose war, so this is what war is, and it 's hell and it 's awful, and so many innocent people are going to die and i am I am sad about that, but i 'm not going to tell people that oh no, no you can 't do that you can 't do that they're in, they have an existential threat on their border they 're going to do what they 're going to do that 's their country they 're going to get to do it and that's and that 's my view on it and uh and they don't the the people that were marching against us you know they they don't like that but if you don't like it call into the show and we'll have a disagreement we'll we'll discuss it but i'm not going to i'm not going to bend the knee when you come to my front yard And start screaming about how I'm some propagandist, or I'm a I'm a Zionist, or a colonizer, or whatever fancy words you want to apply to it. Again, moral clarity. Like when you, uh, you know, when you kidnap uh, uh, elderly women and children, you put babies in ovens and rape their mothers. Like no, I there's we're done talking. It's over. That's
0: right. Well, Pete, listen, man. Stand tall. Keep doing what you're doing, and uh, I again, I am so proud of the great talk show host that uh, that you have become over the last uh, ten years or so. Always, well, you're very, you're very kind and you're very
2: humble. I didn't even know how to talk before I met you, and so a little known fact, Jeff taught me how to speak. (laughs) So.
0: I am. <laughs> I, 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 I was a longtime admirer of your work as a journalist, a real solid reporter. And you brought the same degree of integrity uh, to the talk show world. You're a funny guy. You're a smart guy. You're doing this job. And, and I, all kidding aside, and don't you don't say anything. I'm not blowing smoke. I am super, super proud of well, all likewise. that you were doing, everything you have accomplished, my friend. I really am.
2: Same to you, Jeff. I, really, I, I loved our time working together, and I, like I said, I've been watching and following you ever since, and so I'm, I'm super proud of what you're doing up there as well.
0: Thank you, my friend. That is Pete Callender. Pete is one of the uh, great talk show hosts in America. He's based at uh, my old radio station, WBT, in Charlotte, North Carolina. It's a wonderful radio station. It's a great community. Make no mistake, Charlotte and Mecklenburg County and uh, uh, some of the northern counties in South Carolina. Uh, Pete is doing a great job in the fact that he's standing up. And you'll notice what Pete did, even in just a couple of moments he was here. Pete has the facts at his disposal at his command consistently and so people can protest out outside that station all they want they are not going to win a debate or an argument with Pete because Pete is on the right side of things Jeff Katz news radio WRVA